Miami football fans, this is Corey Cork and John Cooper here for episode three of the NAIF Ball Show. John, how are you doing? Well, anytime we get to come here, Corey, in our little studio, talk some football, especially NAIF football, it's a pretty good day. We are right about that. We had a pretty good weekend of, uh, of NAIF football. Had a couple more teams getting, getting started, uh, going at it. Yeah, you know, we had a lot of go uh, out conference games, and this is still the time period where a lot of NAIA teams play those Division II teams, FCS teams. You know, I think the NAIA had a pretty good record against the Division II this week. Absolutely, they did. There are a couple of games that were played between Division II uh, and the NAIA. The first was the sixth ranked Concordia Cardinals. They played Kentucky Wesleyan and beat them 7 to 14. The second was Ottawa of Arizona, the Spirit, played Western New Mexico and beat them 38-31. Now, that Concordia game was at Kentucky Wesleyan, so going... Yeah, they went a little south there from Michigan to Kentucky, and, uh, you know, we talked about last week that Kentucky Wesleyan has bounced back and forth from NCAA to NAI. They've been in NCAA the past 10 years here at Division Two, so, uh, you know, both of us predicted Concordia to go down there and win that game. I thought it was going to be more than what it was, but, uh, you know, it was an impressive show by Concordia. Sure it was. Uh, and we talked about it. The, um, the only way to get a little bit more respect on the NAI's name is to go into these places and play these D2 teams and beat them. Right. And go in and play these FCS teams and whip them. Right. And I think not only are you doing that, but you're making money for your program. Absolutely. You want nicer stuff on your facility, your locker rooms, your field, and nicer gear, go play up a little bit. Go get a win and get some money. You know, uh, we were talking about Concordia earlier, Corey. You know, they play in that tough Mid-States Football Association, that Mid-East division. No better way to get battle-tested before the season, you know, than going to go play a Division Two team. I will say this. Uh, Concordia's defense was lights out. They limit Kentucky Wesleyan to less than 150 yards total. Not only that, negative 17 rushing yards. That is unbelievable right there. Anytime you hold somebody in the negative for rushing, you know you are legit. You know how hard it is, even the worst team, to hold them to negative rushing yards? That's unbelievable. They had eight sacks. That's how you do it right there. Well, yeah, you back them up a little bit. You know, I, I definitely want to see some more offense from the Cardinals, though. They struggled a little bit, especially in the efficiency of the passing game. You know, uh, the quarterback of there, um, Roger Engel, you know, 11 for 28. I can see a little bit more efficiency there. I know that they're trying to flirt with that vertical passing game, and it's hard, you know, to be efficient when it's vertical passing. It's not as easy as, like, these air raid teams that are going side to side, hitting those easy routes. But Concordia is a very balanced team, rushing and passing. So I would like to see some efficiency there. But I think Concordia is going to have a solid year, like we predict. There's a reason why they're a top-10 team. Absolutely. Now, before we go on to the other team, we would be remiss if we didn't thank our uh, current title sponsor, uh, Fifth Quarter CFB. They make what we do possible. And they are committed to the small college football. Experience. That's right. If you haven't followed Fifth Quarter CFB on Twitter, 
or any other platform, make sure to do it. They not only sponsor us, but they sponsor every individual team at the upper college football level. But, you know, they give a huge spotlight for us and uh, make it possible to do what we do. Also, shout out to Faulkner and you, Pike, for sending some gear to us. Uh, guys, we would love to have some more gear to be able to show on the show. On the show. Or else we're going to be recycling. Yeah, we're going to be recycling. You're going to see a lot of you, Pike, Faulkner, and Reinhardt. You know, Faulkner even gave me the camo, the old school camo S. So, uh, you know, it's awesome. But go ahead. So our, our third game, and, and kind of our game of the week, was Grandview Baker. And maybe it's just me, but that one wasn't as close as I thought it was going to be. You know, the most impressive thing about Grandview, and they're coached under Joe Woodley, which is taken over for his dad this past year. Um, he's going to make you forget about your dad, his dad, if he keeps going like this. And his dad's a legend. Anyways, for them to hold Mid-American Nazarene to shut them out. You know, Mid-American Nazarene was competitive last year. They had some big wins last year. Um, but to shut out those guys and then to hold Baker, a playoff team from last year, to only three points, unbelievable. Yeah, you, you know, gotta, you got to look at Austin Chuchi there with the – one and a half sacks and four and a half uh, tackles for loss and two forced fumbles. That'll uh, that'll keep your team in the game a little bit. Absolutely, and they were they were pretty balanced too. We talked about Concordia being balanced. You know, Grandview is a balanced team, and they rely a lot on their defense. You know, to get them. But I mean, if your defense is going to be the steel curtain defense, <laughs> you know, you might as well. Baker was only limited two hundred yards either. Yeah. And only ran 60 plays. You know, you have a dominant defense. So Grandview only ran 72 themselves. This was a defensive game. And Grandview just grinded them out, basically. 20 to 3. And they scored every quarter. That is a grinded out team if they're scoring every quarter. Absolutely. So, um, I know we talked about a little bit uh, and talked about having a top five um, top five plays. Top five plays. Yeah. So on Saturday, if you have a play that you want to nominate, right? We had a couple. We had a couple, it, but we don't have enough. We didn't have enough to filter. If, if it's not a highlight, don't send it to us. I don't <laughs> want to see just a routine tackle or that routine catch for five yards. If it's a play worthy of being on a list, send it to us. Absolutely, I'd love to get that put in our show and make that a consistent part of what we do. But, you know, it is going into week three, and uh, the NAI is still a, a week away from releasing their new poll. Right. We're, we're still going. We're still going. But we got one more game to talk about. We talked about Ottawa. We talked about Ottawa already. Yeah. Holy cow. I got hit in the head too many times. <laughs> well, let's hold on. Before you do that, you know, Austin McCullough, you know, preseason player of the year for the Sooner Athletic Conference, you know, he threw the crap out of the ball, but the Spirit should have defeated them way worse. They had three interceptions. I'd like to see McCullough get more efficient and keep his care of the ball. He's got over uh, 700 yards uh, passing already this season. Right, yeah. Oh, he can sling it to the best of them. We're going to have to see. I, I, have a, I have a sneaking suspicion that maybe, just maybe, Ottawa is going to give Langston a little bit of money. Yeah, and Langston struggled a little bit, you know, that was this a, past year and this past week. And that was to K. Captain McPherson. 
Absolutely. kind of a regional out-conference game. We thought Langston was going to just run the scoreboard up. I thought, you know, it was going to be more of like a 50 to 30 type game, but it was a one-point game. Yeah, it was 20. Yeah, so, but, you know, we know the guys over there at Langston. I'm sure they'll get it right. So, I'm going to see what happens this week, and we'll talk about them later. Absolutely. So, we unveil our new edition of the NAI Media Top 25 Major Props Tour buddy Parker who there you uh, go. designed the graphics here. Yeah. He's a good one. Parker yeah. Robinson. He yeah. was uh, the former SID at Dickinson State. Now works at Nebraska. Solid dude. Thank you, Parker. Absolutely. So without further ado, let's jump into it. Starting from the bottom, at number 25, we've got Montana Western. Ooh, let me get my stuff pulled up. Was receiving votes. Right, they were floating around that preseason poll already. And, uh, you know, they're handling a little business. They're 1-0. So if they keep winning, it's going to handle itself. New uh, into the poll this week is Kentucky Christian, who took care of business against Georgetown. A little bit of an upset there. Right, yeah. You know, I, I, Corey Phipps is the head coach over there. He is a How Mummy disciple. Um, he is the air raid guy. They're going to put up a lot of yards, a lot of points. I remember when I played at Faulkner, we were in top five in all of college football for yards and points and stuff. So it's see if their defense can get going over there. They have a good streak program over there, too, in Casey Carpenter as a streak and conditioning coach. Um, but, you know, first time ever beating Georgetown. NAI royalty knocked Georgetown out of the top 25. There might be a new sheriff in town over there in Kentucky. We'll have to see. Next are a couple or a couple teams that I'm, I'm ready to see a little bit more of. I know Kaiser had a postponed game right. due to um, Hurricane Dorian. And Southeastern hasn't gotten their season off. They start this weekend. They yes. start this weekend. Right. I'm excited to see what these two Florida teams have to have to show and, and see if they can. Uh, you know, you know the, the guys at West Palm Beach. They have a really good thing going over there. Um, Coach Sosha over there. He is a very experienced coach. Um, he has things going. Everything I hear about Kaiser is just great things. And if your program's running smooth off the field, it's usually running really smooth on the field. And they had that big win against Dort. The Dort came over. And you're um, going to see what they do in Mid-South Conference play. And then we've got Bethel um, coming, off, coming off a win. They had a... Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's a little unfair that Bethel's at 21. I yeah. mean, they took the lumps to Lamar, but it is what it is. They're one and one, a little bit of pollen there, so they can pack in there. Absolutely, they faced Warner this week, like uh, like you said. Yeah, that's a that's a good week three game for Bethel. Yeah, let's see if they can string a couple together and, we'll, and uh, get back on. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I think that I know they will. Next up are our 20 through 16 teams with a little bit of a. Uh, Ottawa field too. We had a little bit of a flip of isn't, Ottawa teams. Isn't that weird? Also, shout out to Parker again because he got the NASCAR feel, like you said earlier today. This is awesome graphics. We can't wait to tweet these out. Might tweet them out during the show if we have time. But uh, Ottawa, Kansas, they're taking care of business in the KCAC. We had a feeling that they would they would steadily be there, and they might be that second playoff team coming out of the KCAC and get that at-large bid. It'll be between them and uh, maybe they upset Kansas Wesleyan. But that's going to be Kansas Wesleyan's biggest test. Um, it's good to see Ottawa still represent the KCAC in the top 25, especially now that Ottawa's dropped out. 
Absolutely. And then in between the two Ottawa teams, we've got Evangel, um, who... Um, they're grinding out wins. Yeah. They're not very impressive wins. Not but flashy. Coach Hepler, you know, they're not flashy. Now, I don't want to say not impressive, not flashy, but they're wins. A win is a win is a win. As long as it goes on the left side of that That's pass, right. You know, the committee doesn't care that much at the end of the year. That's right. As long as it sees the zero on, on the right side, they right. couldn't care less if everyone was by three points. And then we've got Cumberlands of Kentucky who... Uh, they had a dog fight. With Alva Maria. You know, we had a lot of people complain about Alva Maria not being in the top 25. We said, well, they had a chance to prove it against Cumberland's Kentucky. You know, I think Alva Maria is going to have multiple chances. They have uh, Southeastern and Kaiser right there in the Sun Division, so they'll have more ranked opportunities. Um, you know, they're the defending Sun Division champions. So it, they're going to have their chances, but Cumberland's Kentucky, the impressive win going down in South Florida. Absolutely. Um, I, I, there were a couple times during that game I didn't know they were going to get out of it. No, I didn't. That, that was a tricky game. Anytime you go that far down on a charter bus, it's it's a hard game. I mean, it just is what it is. Travel, logistics, like that, a hard game. And then at 16th, we've got the Dickinson State Blue Hawks who blank uh, the Jimmies. Right, and you kind of expected something would happen after that loss to Rocky Mountain. And, uh, you know, the Jimmies, they're in uh, Coach Estro over there. They're they're going to get it going, but Dickinson State shows why they're the class over there in the North Star. Absolutely. Now for top 15, 15th team is Langston after a uh, close win right. at um, Wichita State's old stadium. That was the really? first collegiate game played in Wichita State's stadium since the 80s. I saw that. Holy cow. So they played in the Shockers old stadium. Yeah. I did not know that. Did I shock you? Yeah, you shocked me. Pun. <laughs> I've been waiting all day for that one. You know, Langston, like we said, a win is a win is a win, but uh, I'd like to see more offense. Like last year, they were rolling teams. and uh, They lost their quarterback in the last year. Yes, I know. and We know they got to reload guys next man up. But uh, they're going to stay steady there if they can keep hold and firm group of the Sooner Athletic Conference. So I'm looking forward to that Ottawa-Arizona game. Next one up is uh, Rocky Mountain. Coach Dutz has it going on, man. That was a hard game against uh, Montana State Northern. Right, yeah. They put points up. I think they scored over 50 points. Yeah, they uh, 153 to 34, but that game was close early. It was right. going back and forth there for a little bit. Right, and uh, Coach Dutz definitely has the Badland Bears going. Frontier's a tough conference, guys. Yes. If you didn't know, the Frontier Conference is a round-robin schedule, and it's hard to beat a team twice. In upper-level college football, they say, oh, we know it. Tallahassee right here, Florida State, played Florida twice, lost the national championship because of it. Beat them in the regular season, have to turn around and lose the national championship. Yeah. You know, Alabama, LSU, about a decade ago. You know, Alabama lost the regular season but won the championship. It's tough to beat teams twice. That's why I think the Frontier is one of the most unique conferences in America. Can you imagine if Alabama had to play Auburn twice a year? Oh, and Auburn, LSU, and all of them could just stay in the West the whole year? The Southeast would, yeah. be, would be an entire murder scene uh, with people getting at each other. Next up is the College of Idaho. The Yogis had a great game against Montana Tech. Yeah, and we figured it would. We returned that many starters, 20-plus starters, basically. They obviously should be 2-0. There shouldn't be a slow start like they had last year. That's a very experienced team. 
Lindsey Wilson had a had a good game against Point, uh, getting getting off uh, there to go to two and a half. Yeah, you know you got Cameron Dukes over there, the quarterback, and uh, Coach Oliver heading that up. Um, you know we're talking about Lindsey Wilson. They're one of the games of the week this week. I think Cameron Dukes is going to have to have a huge game to keep Lindsey Wilson right that month. And then after the loss to Grandview, Baker drops down from seven to eleven. That's that's really a friendly drop. I actually dropped him a little bit lower. Um, I think Baker's a great team. I think they might be in the playoffs still. That's a tough conference right now with those four teams. They're all going to be fighting for those bids. But uh, you got to see some offense this week, yeah. right? got to have some offense. we got to see how Baker comes back from that loss. Right. Know? Does it say more about Grandview's defense or Baker's offense? Exactly. we got to figure that out. Necessarily in the season, it's it's real difficult to tell. Right. Um so for our top ten, we have the Reinhardt Eagles, who uh, I feel gave all they all, all Reinhardt won. A win is a win is a win. Right. You know, it's the theme of the day. But Reinhardt has not looked like we thought they would. Not quite sharp. So the and it's not that they're not impressive. They are a physical ball club. We saw it. We saw a lot of Weber Warriors at the end of the season going out of the game because not only the Heat over there in uh, northern Georgia. But they were also, you know, just a physical team. They have a huge offensive line over there at Reinhardt. It's going to be your C. I, and it might say a lot about you, Pike. I mean, we're so young into the season here. You know, a lot of these teams are mysteries, and eventually the puzzle pieces will come up. But Reinhardt, good job grinding out that win to stay in the top ten. I'll say this. Reinhardt travels away from home right. for the first time this week. Mm. And I think that's going to say a lot about what the Eagles – have to offer. Right. They had to get out of uh, Georgia. Get out of Georgia a little bit. Um, ninth is uh, is Grandview. They definitely deserve I think Grandview's fixing to skyrocket up these polls and soon be in the top five. That defense starts playing the way they are. I mean, yeah. Coach Woodley's doing a heck of a job. Absolutely. Uh, above them is St. Xavier, um, who uh, dispatched Lawrence Tech 45-13. As they should. That was yeah. a good first win for St. Xavier. So we'll see how they keep going. Talking about teams that um, you really want to see. You know, we haven't seen Marion yet this year. I know it's Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's crazy. And a little pole inertia there. They dropped the spot, didn't they? They did. They did. Um, you know, just um, just because they're on buys. But, I mean, it, this might work out to an advantage to them. Because think about all the practice time they've had when yeah. school wasn't in. Now classes probably start a little later, and you get that amount of time to gel and get things going. This might be a huge advantage for Marion. They might be off to a secret that not many know about. A little secret sauce there. Then at seven is Northwestern, who uh, played a really great game. They were, impre- they were impressive. We talked about uh, this is the year of the Red Raider. They want to beat Morningside. This is the year they need to do it. We saw Morningside absolutely dominate their first game, and uh, – they're very impressive versus Valley City. Yeah, a great running game um, in the rain. Right, yeah. Just put them away. And then the top five. Concordia. Deserves uh, it. Yeah, absolutely. Jumps Marion. Um, you know, nothing against Marion. I think it's more of what Concordia did in, in going to a D2 team. It'll, it'll take care of itself down the road. Absolutely. Nobody can be upset about this. It'll take care of itself. Uh, Kansas Wesleyan. Just took care of business against Tabor. Right. And they, the star players are going to star out, you know, with Pruitt and uh, 
Chad Bradford, Johnny Photo. That's an experienced team over there too. We'll have to see what, what they what they get into when they get into the meat of their paycheck schedule. Right. Right. Get in that grind and you do it week in, week out. And then you got number three, St. Francis of Indiana. They played St. Francis of Illinois. Uh, you know, the Saints over there are having a tough time. They had number one Morningside and then number three, St. Francis. And I have St. Francis at number one in my individual poll. Um, so hopefully it gets better for the Saints coming. But uh, St. Francis took care of business, the Cougars. I mean, it, it can't get much worse. No, we're playing number one and number three. And getting outscored, what is that, 136 to 6? That's, that, that'll hurt your feelings right there. A little there. bit. You know, it show, shows your measuring stick where you need to get to. Absolutely. Um, next up is Benedictine. They went to William, or they played William Penn. And Statesman over there. You know, I, I, I thought the Statesman would give them a little bigger test, especially with a little bit of ball control, and uh, Benedictine grinded them out. And then Morningside, that's off the phone, had a bye week this week. You'll, uh, we should see them back in action this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm very eager to see how Morningside does, you know, coming off that 80 to nothing win. And uh, I know they have the Dort defenders, who I know Dort's well improved from the past couple years, and I think Dort had a bye week too. I'm not sure about that, but I'm pretty sure they did. And, uh, you know, they have to be reeling off that Kaiser loss. You know they want to come out and look good against them. Up on the Absolutely. So, uh up next here is uh, we've talked a little bit about our friends at 417 Helmets. We don't have any of the helmets here today. Right. But uh, they have set us up real, real nice with uh, a helmet with our own logo oh, on absolutely it. absolutely sweet. Oh, my gosh. You know, sadly, yes, it's in my car right now. I absolutely forgot it. So, uh, but, you know, it's, it's the centerpiece to my living room. If you want something in your man cave, coach's office, you know, bedroom or something, 417 Helmets is the best gift you could get somebody. They'll do pretty much anything, too. A miniature, full-size, high school, high school, college. Probably Navy football league. Yes, I think they did defunct teams that don't even exist anymore. So if you want it, they'll make it for Those you. Those are the guys. Those are the dudes. So I contacted them and said, hey, hey, why don't we do some helmet stickers? There we go. For some players of the week. And they went, oh. We don't like it. Let's do that. Yeah. And so we have our first helmet stickers of the year. First one on offense goes to Georgetown's wide receiver, JG, uh, JJ Ogbagu. Reeled in. Yeah, they're impressive games. Yards. 206 receiving yards, two touchdowns. Um, you could say he put Georgetown in a position to beat Kentucky Christian. Uh, Kentucky Christian was just too much on offense, you know, nailing that kick at the end. But he was there for Georgetown, and I know they're going to rely heavy on him throughout the year. only on six catches. That's talking about vertical (laughs) catching. You are going long. 35 yards almost per reception. That's up. That means you're hard. You got speed. You got speed, speed, speed speed to get downfield. Absolutely. And then for our defensive helmet sticker, we're going up to Montana. And talking about linebacker Jason Ferris, who racked up almost 20 tackles and forced a fumble on, on that. That's what it means to be a bulldog over there in Montana Western. They value defense first. And uh, he sticks his nose in there and makes those tackles and fits up in his gaps. And 
19 tackles. That's a ton of you, tackles. You can't even get that on video games. No, you can't. Now, a year ago, he, he went over the century mark for the season, so I don't see any reason why. No, you're already one-fifths there, almost. For, for real, so congratulations both to JJ and Jason for earning our initial 417 helmet stickers. And so, uh, what are we watching for? We're watching Lindsey Wilson versus Faulkner. Um, Faulkner's in the Sun Division now. Um, them and Lindsey Wilson used to be in the same division in the Mid-South Conference. It was actually a little bit of a, I'd say a rivalry game. Two new programs coming out at the uh, end of the decade there in the late 2000s and uh, entered 2010. But, uh, you know, they've met several times. They've met in the playoffs before. Um, it's going to be at the battle of the quarterbacks. you got Mason Blocker over there for Faulkner that was injured last year. Seems to really have things going. Um, and then you got Cameron Dukes. I think that, and I'm a Faulkner alum, but I think Lindsey Wilson's going to win this game, and here's why. After watching some film over Lindsey Wilson last year, um, and especially that Campbellsville game last year, when Coach Auburn's here in a little bit of a pinch, he'll run Cameron Dukes. I mean, Cameron Dukes is a great passer and everything, but he'll run Cameron Dukes because that gives them an extra blocker. So when your quarterback's taking basically a, a quarterback counter or anything where they and they like to kick the end and they like to run their power plays. So I'm eager to see what Cameron Dukes does. Um, I think it's the battle of the quarterbacks. Whichever quarterback has the best day, I think they're going to win. And Cameron Dukes, I think, is going to have a little tougher of the time. I think Faulkner's defense is very underrated. They had a pick six last week against Bluefield. But I have Lindsey Wilson picking that up, picking that win up, because I think this week they're going to run the quarterback. And I don't think Faulkner's going to see it. I don't think that's much on film from this past week. I haven't watched that film, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't on film that much. I'm going to go with y'all and Lindsey Wilson, but I think for Faulkner, I think they make Lindsey Wilson uncomfortable. Right. I don't think I don't think that's a... Just another that's a long trip. That's a long trip from Montgomery to Kentucky. I've been on that trip. It's on uh, Lindsey Wilson's a beautiful place. Oh, beautiful facilities too. Best guest uh, locker room showers. So yeah. But I think I think Faulkner um, gives Lindsey Wilson all they want and makes a case for uh, staying in and around that top twenty-five. Yeah, they are very close to that top twenty-five. They there. win this week. They're in the top twenty-five. Oh, absolutely. Um, next is uh, Langston going to Arkansas Pine Bluff. Um, we'll see what Langston can do. They, they yeah, we talked about um, very disappointed in that McPherson game. Um, and like I said, McPherson would be a mystery to us. Uh, but Arkansas Pine Bluff, man, that's that's going to be a tough game. You're going against 80, let's see, 65 scholarship players against a team that has 28. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a tough game, so it's hopefully Langston shows out a little bit, shows improvement, and uh, gets that money, and maybe, you know, maybe shocks the nation. But I think that next game is what I have an eye on. That would be Kentucky Christian at Moorhead State, another NAI, NAI FCS right. game. And we'll see, can Kentucky Christian coming off an emotional win and they go two in a row. It's always hard that game after. You know, we saw Moorhead State 
I think they played two NAI teams. I think they played um, Point earlier in the season. I'll have to get fact checked on that. Um, but I'm eager to see what Coach Phipps does against Moorhead. Um, he's going to use the uh, use his system to his advantage. He's going to spread it out, try to get spacing on the field, get the ball to his athletes. He's done a great job. Yep, Moorhead State played Union already, and Union's not a slouch. Um, I think Kentucky Christian's better than Union. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be eager to see. The only problem I have with is that, uh, you know, air raid is not friendly to your defense at times. If you're not moving the ball, your defense is dying out there on the field. So, and and Coach Phipps does not want to slow it down. If it's not working, it's just not working. But that's his system. Uh, I'm, I'm eager to see if they can have success on offense. I think it's going to be a quality showing for them. But they got to have success, and they've got to have success on first down. If you don't have success on first down, because he's going to want to go tempo. If you can't have success on first down, your defense is in trouble because it won't be out there a lot. Couple other ones that I that I didn't put on there, but I think are, are uh, other ones that'll be that'll be fun to watch. It's right. going to be Concordia um, going to all of it Nazarene. You know, all of it Nazarene coming off that victory bowl win. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people upset they're not in our top 25 right now. So, like we said for Alva Maria last week, you got a chance to prove it. Yeah. Um, another one that um, that really kind of uh, makes me curious is. Is Montana uh, Western going to uh, Montana State Northern? Yeah, Montana State Northern had a quality showing last They put up some points, but can they stop anybody? Can they stop anybody? Um, they're very close to making my to, to being in and around my own top twenty-five. Right. If they can if they can beat Montana Western again, that's another one where they're going to make a really good case for it. And another one is uh, Missouri Valley at Culver Shock, and that's right. Cool. Yeah. That's, you know, Missouri Valley's floating outside of the top 25 as well. And the interesting thing about Missouri Valley, I believe they have the most wins in NAI wow. all time. Uh, I think that's Carroll, but... Maybe it's Carroll. I think it's... I know Missouri Valley has something that's impressive. But Missouri Valley's probably right out there. But, uh, you know, is they go to Culver Shop and can they win and take advantage of any of these teams in that bottom five that could fall right. out with a loss? What about Avalo versus Bethel, Kansas, the Threshers over there? That would be a good one. Can they recap? Can they get back on the winning side? You know, I think that is going to be a little bit annoyed. I, I don't think they played as clean of a game as they wanted to. Right. And I know Weather had a little bit to do with their game right. last week as well, so... I think I think all of us really gonna want to get back out there and uh, and show what they can do to get back into our our top twenty five. Absolutely agree. This is gonna be a great weekend in high football for week Absolutely three. Is. So we're excited. Anything else you got? You know, I, I I'm really excited for the three games we talked about. Um, if there's any SIDs watching, we are letting teams take over our Instagram and soon to be Snapchat. And we might start doing Facebook, too. We get stories on it. Oh, no, they're synchronized. They're synchronized Okay. So if you're on our Instagram, you have our Facebook as well. It has worked well for Reinhardt, Morningside. And who had it last week? That would be St. Thomas. St. Thomas. Yeah, shout out to the Bobcats. I know your first game didn't go well against Thomas Moore. But anytime you get a first game in the books, that's huge for the university and the program. It's only going up from there. And, guys, keep an eye out on our 
Twitter feed, we will be giving you the top 25. Wait, we're missing something. We are. Cincinnati Christians. Cincinnati Christians. Look it up. Did they get their second win? We got to find this. We cannot end the show unless we celebrate the Cincinnati Christian Eagles. They had to come very close if they didn't. This is going to become the Cincinnati Christian show. We should end every show every week uh, Cincinnati Christians doing and because they deserve it. Those kids deserve it over there. They lost to Cumberland. They lost to Cumberland. How? What was it? It was a competitive game. It's 14 to 6. 14 to 6. And Cumberland, Tennessee, the Bulldogs over there, they have a rich history. They beat Florida State in Florida State's inaugural season. They're undefeated against Alabama. And we all know about the Georgia Tech debacle. <laughs> Cumberland has rich history. I'll tell you this. We had a couple of folks reach out to us uh, Saturday, and they said, Y'all need to watch out for Cincinnati Christian. They if there's are. anybody from Cincinnati Christian watching this game or watching this show, reach out to us on our DMs. We want you to take over our Snapchat this week. Absolutely. Let's get it going. I want the Cincinnati Christian Eagles to be the first one. We love you some Cincinnati Yeah, Christian. they deserve it. So, um, I'm, I'm excited. Like I said, keep an eye out, guys, on our Twitter feed. I'm going to uh, do my best to put out another viewing guide like I did last week so you know when these games are happening, uh, where to watch these games, so that you can see some NAI football. I know I, I had uh, my kid's first birthday party. Yeah, I was there. It was a great time. It was. And you know what was on my TV? was Northwestern versus uh, Valley City. And there my dad was looking at me going, why aren't you putting NCAA football on? And I said, because I'm a pollster over here. That's right. Have to we see take games. our job serious. That's the experts. Do. Thank you guys to JV Sports Show. They're part of our poll, the Champion Sports Network, OklahomaSports.net, um, Sports 94.9 out of Montana. Nobody covers Carroll over there. Thank you. This media poll is more, it's bigger than just us. We're the experts, but it's bigger than just us. Okay, so there's no bias in our poll. It's a very split-up poll of five different media entities. We're up to five now. Yes, five different media entities. And we uh, we uh, bet these guys pretty hard. We do, and they're all from, we're all from five different regions. Regions, so you're not getting a, an East Coast bias, a West Coast bias, a breadbasket bias. This right. is Oklahoma, Arizona, Texas. Texas. Florida, and Montana. So you're getting the breadth of NAI football. That's exactly right. But anyways, guys, we appreciate you. Uh, we're going to post a link to this. The top 25 rankings are going to tweet right when we set off of this. Sign out. And I uh, hope you guys have a great day. Get ready to watch some NAI football come Saturday. How's it going?